position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, and welcome to episode 129 of the Best Linux Games Podcast being recorded for you on this Saturday, the 15th of April, uh, 2017, at 6.06 a.m. Pacific Time. Uh, That is 6.06 a.m. Pacific Time. That's the 24-hour. Anyway, uh, (laughs) or 0600, 0606 a.m. And for our sequel friends, uh, 2017, what, 0415. Um... Crack engineer Ivor Molina over there in the booth, getting ready to rock. It says, holding up the whiskey sign and also saying hello to you. The listeners of Ivor, they say hello back to you. We're not going to fire you just yet. Normally at this point, Ivor will be fired, but we're feeling merciful. We have a uh, first normal show in a while, like quote unquote normal, as normal as we get here. Um, we don't have a feature for you this week. Uh, but we, I just want to, in our top stories, top stories, first of all, we lied last week. The column, I, I thought that this was the third week of April. No, this is the second week of April. Next week, the column, Best Linux Games, the column will return. 
Um, Bright Master. No, that's Gollum. It burns. It freezes. Uh, props to Jeff Jeffy Wise, who can do a much better Gollum impression than I can. Um, so the column will be back next week. But uh, beyond that, second top story. Um, we didn't get to last week due to our Trump rant, uh, which we're not going to ever repeat again, anything like that ever again. Not on this show, right? I will edit that next time, right? Yeah, good, good boy. Um, we didn't get to the feature that we wanted to do last week, which was just what the fuck we are working on. We have so many things, and they're all kind of close to being done. Um, and I just wanted to I'm not going to do that here now, but I just want to say that, uh, you know, barring something amazing happening between now and next week, next week we will have a Day of Infamy feature because I, I mean, I'm ready to talk about it right now. Um, I've spent ten hours in the game. You know, just like a first look. I'm only mentioning this because if you like, um. Insurgents, Insurgency this is the sequel to Insurgency, it's World War 2 if you liked Day of Defeat if you like massively multiplayer first person shooters, you know like 8 on 8 um, and you like World War 2 go check out Day of Infamy now, Day of Infamy go check it out, just because we haven't been talking about it, same thing with like X-Plane and a bunch of other games and, and other topics that we're working on, but Day of Infamy in particular, go check it out um, and we'll talk more about it in an upcoming show. That's all I want to say. So, uh, we got uh, top stories one and two. Oh, Ivor's holding up the whiskey sign. Cheers, ladies and germs. Mmm. 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 That's right. Now, our third top story this week even though it is not only just like kind of our policy, it's it's like uh, I don't sleep right for a month anytime we even come close to breaking this rule, well we're going to break the rule of uh, never ever ever talking about something that really isn't available for Linux yet this is a huge thing um, that is not available for Linux, but a couple of months ago, um, a couple weeks ago, whatever, um, I, I, and this ended up in the show, every time that uh, I talk to Feral Interactive via Twitter, um, and they reply, it's, you know, oh, hi, uh, I really, really, really like you. Uh, you replied to me. Ah! And then the glowing light or to go back to an older episode of this show, the friend love beam inside of me actually overloads and I'm destroyed by the um, power as the reactor goes Nova. Um, I mentioned, I may not have mentioned this, a couple of, like, I want to say about a month ago, it's like the second time of Feral Interactive Blah, they had a uh, a tweet they posted a tweet where they're like, hey, we're doing, we're taking requests for what the next game that, you know, we should port to Linux should be. Uh, <laughs> like, every every request you post, you know, 
<laughs> gives us gives it a 13% chance in the ratings or whatever. And I posted, you know, I only re- posted one reply, but it had like four games in it, and the first game in it was Bayonetta. And I hadn't even talked about Bayonetta. I don't even, I don't think. Maybe I had mentioned it uh, with that one game that wanted to be Bayonetta. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But the first game that I mentioned was Bayonetta. And then a bunch of other games. Um, but Bayonetta. And I didn't think that they were going to port Bayonetta. And they haven't ported Bayonetta. But in an unrelated news item, Bayonetta has now been ported quote-unquote ported officially for the first time to Windows via Steam. Which is like it's been six years since I've played Bayonetta, since I set up Demi Ex-Girlfriend. I'm like, this game will explode your face off. Um, and I've waited and waited and waited and waited and waited and waited and waited. It's an older game, even now. But uh, Bayonetta has been ported to Windows, which is relevant to this show and to you. And that's been ported to Windows via Steam. I wonder who did the port, actually. Uh, I mean, that's not technically a port, but like the fact that it's the fact that this happened via Steam gives me super hope. Ha! Release date April 11th, 2017. Okay, so. Sega, it's not a port. Sega actually republished Bayonetta for Windows. Now, this is relevant to you and me and to the game-loving populace of the fucking world in that this brings us one step closer to fly me to the moon on Linux, which is last time, you know, you'll never hear me mention Bayonetta, you know, on Steam or whatever until there's a real port of it for Linux, but or until I get like a fucking uh, rip of it working on an emulator. Bayonetta, one of the best games. Yeah, um, in the in the in the new first PDF Amazon available edition of Blue Wizard, which is still coming. Trust me, I promise you, it is still coming. Um, we had to update the all the appendices and everything. It has like fucking. Literally 400% more content in it than the original um, first edition because it's been 14 years and I want to value add to it and also add a bunch of stuff that's new. Um, Bayonetta is in my all time greatest games. I don't know where in that list it is because it's not a except for one. There's one play, there's one position that's that's numbered and that's the all-time greatest game ever made and that's Fallout 2, but Bayonetta is a fantastic game and I cannot wait for it to come to Linux and I think that we should all write to our congressmen demanding that Bayonetta be ported to Linux immediately and I have partnered with Democracy Now! from the Pacifica Network Amy Goodman and I, okay so no all this is just made up Amy Goodman's not involved, Democracy Now! is not involved, and uh, MoveOn.org is not involved. But we need to start the movement to get this ported to Linux so that all of us can enjoy the Bayonetta Fly Me to the Moon. Okay, now, in uh, a real 
a new story that actually, uh, our final top story, which has real Linux impact, import, and etc. to it. Um, if you're like me, and in more words, Joel Hodgson, if you're like me, and I sure know that I am, ah, if you're like me, and I know you are, because if you're not, then you have to die, because all infidels must perish by the sword. No, I'm sorry. If you're like me, um, you've experienced across, you know, the ages of uh, the evolution of Steam and gaming on Linux, but specifically Steam on Linux. Before Steam, you had Minecraft, and Minecraft meant that you had to have TeamSpeak or something else. Skype, you had Skype, and then Windows got Skype, and then ruined Skype, more or less, for Linux, and then now it's kind of back, but it's, you know, whatever. Anyway, you needed to set up your own voice chat, um, TeamSpeak voice chat, especially if you ran a server, and you wanted to have some sort of control, maybe, or some sort of um, sense of what was happening in terms of people who were trying to talk about your server on your server. Or Mumble. Mumble was more complex and more difficult uh, in my experience to explain to, you know, 10-year-olds than TeamSpeak. But TeamSpeak was expensive. It wasn't even so much expensive as it was just a big fucking pain in the ass, and then it was expensive. Okay, well, I'm going to set up TeamSpeak. Okay, great. This is a nightmare. And so the alternative was Skype. Okay, fine. Um, and actually, for a while, if I really wanted to talk to you the way I used to do it, and this was back when, if you want, speaking of uh, last week's episode, episode 128, if you want, I want to talk about how far back I, I go with Linux Action Show. I sent Chris Fisher back in the day, 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 when it was not even like a fucking known quantity or technology, I sent Chris Fisher a bunch of stickers and one of them was WebRTC, which you could easily use. Even like, I mean, it was crazy how easy it was if you had, if you need to only talk to one person. I got video voice chat and this is totally secure and you could be uh, at the time because it was so unknown. Anyway, so you had Skype, WebRTC, but WebRTC isn't like a group thing, not like Mumble, not like TeamSpeak. And Skype, you had to invite people to the channel, and blah, blah, blah. Google Plus, kind of an alternative, but, you know, I hate Google Plus, and, you know, if you use Google Plus, that's cool. Like, I understand that, like, maybe you have a business that, like, you've, you know, corporately, like, you integrate people into your Google Plus or whatever so that you can voice chat or whatever. But basically, it was TeamSpeak and etc. That's where I got a text, I got a message through, um, and Steam, depending on the game, Steam's voice chat integrated into the client um, can either be a plus or a minus um, in terms of, like, inside the game. Steam's voice chat outside of a game, like if you're using like your friends list, and then you know doing a one-on-one chat, I find that to be pretty, pretty reliable. It's not that super awesome, great. It has no features you can't control. Out, you know, blah 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 blah. And it's not a group thing, but uh, 
I got a message about three weeks ago from somebody. Two weeks ago, through yeah, no, maybe a little yeah, some somewhere somewhere around there. I can't. I'm looking at my friends list. I can't see who sent me this message. Because it was someone that I hadn't talked to in forever. Like Skooky, you must check out Discord. D i s c o r d, which I think is actually their their website is Discord app a p p d i s c o rdapp.com Discord allows you to set up a what is essentially a free platform agnostic device agnostic voice and text chat server and then invite people to it um or be invited to other people's these servers are free um and it has a great interface it runs on Linux. The whole thing is free. Um, or for 60 bucks, which I'm going to try. Um, I, I know that it installs on, on Mint 18 with like literally like, you know, oh, download the deb and then freaking, you know, install it. It's that simple. Um, but I have no one to talk to or chat with, so blah. Um, and they're, they're devoted to this idea of free. So that's one part of that story. That's Discord app, and allegedly it'll run your, you know, if you have a server running, which you can set, you know, invite people to, kind of like in a distributed way, almost like a, uh, um, oh god, what was the one that I really loved? It was, it was a, it was a torrent, BitTorrent based, um, <sighs> distributed but peer-to-peer distributed. So, like, I would, like, you know, okay, so fine, I gave you the key, and then you would have access to this shared folder, um, and then, you know, we could all create, like, a self-assembling network. What what was that? God damn it. Fuck, I can't remember the name of it. It's what I used for a long time for syncing across devices, but then it got way too um, even though it was still available for Linux, it became way too opaque and then I switched over to uh, god damn it alright, I'm losing my mind sync thing was what I switched over to, which was the same technology, more or less Anyway, Discord ostensibly runs on every one of your devices. I know it runs on Linux, I know it runs on Windows and Mac, but it's supposed to also run Android, iPhone, iPad, etc. Um, and so the second part of, so that's like kind of big news. And it, you don't have to be voice chat, necessarily. Like, you can have voice chat or, you know, whatever. Discord is very devoted to keeping it free. I don't know if it's open source, actually, but I do know that it's free. So it's free as in beer, maybe not free as in freedom. But anyway, they do have a... You know, I haven't dug too deeply into it. I only set it up right before... Um, today's show because Speedrunners, which is a game that I talked about uh, a couple years or last year at Linux uh, 
Linux Fest Northwest, uh, when we had to record this show for that week from Linux Fest Northwest, Speedrunners, their new beta actually incorporates directly into the game the Discord network, and everyone loves Discord. Um, I have no one to talk to using it, but it's it's talk and chat. So it's kind of like a self-assembling, not self-assembling, it's kind of like IRC, but for TeamSpeak-esque stuff, all free, blah, blah, blah. Um, Windows, Mac, Android, iOS. What the fuck? You know, uh, let me see. Anyway, huh? Is Discord open source? Oh no, it's not open source, but that's okay. I mean, we're not. I mean, yes, this is not. There's, you know. I would love it if it were open source, but then again, it is available for Linux. So, you know, in a Stallman way, yes, I am copying out to slavery, but that's fine. Um, I'm comfortable with that. In some equations, when I get to make that decision, and uh, this is functionality that really doesn't exist across all these platforms, uh, maybe punishing them by not by not acknowledging them, you know, blah. That's, you know, that's a great way to, um, you know, further march. We, that's a whole political, but political ideological debate. It's not free and open source, but it is free. Um, and it runs across all platforms. So you, you know, like technically you could have a Discord chat on your iPhone or Android device. That's the same chat room as you have running on, you know, your desktop machine at home and you can just walk out the door and keep talking so that's cool and speedrunners is the first game it's a really cool game by the way super fun um speedrunners is the first game that I've seen uh it's available for Linux and is also a really good game uh who's like come out and be like yes our this beta release of the um it's actually an older game but like this new beta incorporates directly with the Discord network, not with the Steam network. Um, which is one thing that Steam really lacks, is the ability to group, do group chat. So, we'll call this the Discord episode, I guess. Because that was a top story that should have been a feature. Oh, well. Um, but like I said, I have I have not been able to use it yet, because I don't have anyone to talk to, really, and I have no reason to talk to them. I mean, I use Skype for business, in all honesty, these days, I use Skype for business, sometimes IRC. Um, that's it. Uh, yeah, pretty much. So, like, I, you know, I haven't had really uh, the need to manage communications for, like, uh, you know, like, the, our IHC, like a Minecraft, our old Minecraft server. 
Where it would have been really awesome to have, you know, this type of functionality minus the TeamSpeak aspect of it, because TeamSpeak was just so fucking problematic, and no kid could ever fucking get Mumble and Mumble, Mumble itself was a big fucking hassle to run. You had to have a Mumble server, all this stuff, all this shit, all this overhead for functionality that theoretically should you should be able to do. You know, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, okay, fine, if you want to talk about security aspects of uh, of a TeamSpeak-esque service, then, you know, maybe you need to be looking at uh, setting up something else, but uh, uh, from what I understand, uh, they do enforce HTTPS um, secure encrypted uh, as the protocol, but you know, who knows anyway so yeah, uh, yeah, that's not a great place to feel about um, And that's kind of like highlights the importance of free and open source in that, ah, well, if it's open source, then we can audit at least the code and I don't have to, you know, take your word or try to diagnose from literally like watching every aspect of the connection as close as possible, seeing what fails or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I don't have to try to reverse engineer it from it being in a black box, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's better to have transparency and stuff like that. But even with transparency, quote-unquote, saying one thing does not necessarily mean that that company is doing that one thing until you can audit the code. Or until, you know, in really security essential situations, you know, okay, fine. So, you don't audit the code, but you pay somebody to audit the code if this is going to be running part of your infrastructure or whatever. Well, then, yeah, we need to know that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And if, you know, this is free and open source, that's one, that's first thing that can happen. B, you can, like, ask them to add this thing in or to fix that. Or C, you can fork it into your own, you know, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, we all know these things. Let's talk about some games now. Um, so I guess this is even though I haven't used it really, um, this is, I guess, the Discord episode. Now, Ivor, I, Ivor, you're fired. It's time to get to our new and noteworthy, and uh, that was, I see. This is what happens. This is what happens when. When you let Ivor Molina into your heart, soul, but more importantly, into the technical realities of your life. He is a black box. He's proprietary software. Ivor fucking Molina is fired. Come on, man. Hit me with the fucking new noteworthy. <laughs> Ponderous. I was a North American fall when were in my former life. Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. Alright. Pulling teeth. Excellent. So, first off in our new and noteworthy, we have a game that I actually kind of wrote a column for this week before I was like, wait a minute, I said third week. Um, Mr. Shifty. M-R period space, Shifty, S-H-I-F-T-Y. Mr. Shifty is a top-down, uh, (laughs) 
anti-stealth game in which which answers the question of well, okay, so Max Payne answers the question of what happens if you get have even the most remote, tiny control over the laws of physics in the form of warping time. Well, what if, equally trivially, you only had a limited ability to bilocate? Answer me. Why don't you, why don't you say that to my face, Pinbeak? Um, meaning, Mr. Shifty is a guy in a ball cap facing an endless horde of corporate security forces. He's a burglar. These guys are heavily armed. They are waiting for him. Their guns are out. Their laser sights are primed. And the security forces are ready. Well, Mr. Shifty is going to fuck you up. So top down, two buttons matter in Mr. Shifty. One is the shift, which moves you from wherever you are to wherever your your, uh, shift pointer is, which is kind of like on a if you're playing on a control pad, gamepad, um, which is the way that you're supposed to play it, but first hour that I played it I didn't. Anyway, Mr. Shifty can teleport through walls oh look, I'm in front of you, yeah, no, you're dead, because I'm behind you and I just fucking knocked you, I head punched you so hard, your face is embedded into the wall. Mr. Shifty does not use guns. What if, how do we win a war against guns with kung fu? Well, if you're Mr. Shifty bring it, he says it is fucking rad Mr. Shifty is brand new let's check out their store page um, came out April 13th 2017 uh, it is 10% off now through April 20th down from $14.99 $13.49 um, I'm, I've played it for a while you can, i absolutely positive that you'll hear a feature on Mr. Shifty on this show sometime in the next maybe two episodes or we'll do a column because I've already played two and a half hours 2.7 hours of it and I'm ready to talk about it, it's a great game uh, oh the violence, it, it combines this really great it's not a puzzle game, although it is kind of a puzzle, how he's just fucking up your entire security force, but bam oh well when you can jump five places at any given moment Oh yeah, it's funny. Make sure that those two guys. What color is the boathouse in Hartford? What color is the boathouse in Hartford? Draw it again. Ah, here we go. Oh, man, draw it again. Just simple diagram. Just draw it again. Draw what you saw. Yeah. Draw it again. Draw it again. <laughs> two shooters. Car comes through here. Shooters across from each other, kill each other dead. Oh my, where'd you learn that? Huh? <laughs> what regiment was that? The 22nd Special Air Service. What's the color of the boathouse? Boat house Hartford. What's the color of the, the boathouse? And here. Simple question. I don't like your attitude. What's the color of the boathouse. Well, fuck off! Oh, you got the gun, I'm on arm. Do something. Go ahead, do something. <laughs> do something. Do something. <laughs> Tell me about an ambush. Tell me about an ambush. I ambush you in a cup of coffee. Okay, so you might think that this is gratuitous, <laughs> um, but no. Uh, you get to, you can ambush people in Mr. Shifty with a fucking cup of coffee, just like that wonderful scene from Ronan. So, but it happens so much faster. Oh, try it again. 
No, draw, no, draw what you saw. Anyway, it's a toolbox. As I get older and older, I find my appreciation for Ronin, the movie, growing deeper and deeper. Um, thank you, Ivor, for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, two guys facing each other. They wipe each other. <laughs> yes, they do. And you can make that happen, too. And it's only morally wrong if you start to enjoy it as much as you will come to. Because, um, hey, I'm unarmed. You got the gun. You got, Just draw it again. That's Mr. Shifty. No shit. Now, up next, we have uh, a big, 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 big exciting game that I actually uh, finally relented and bought today. Um, even though it is expensive, Yooka-Laylee. Yooka-Laylee. Y-O-O-K-A hyphen L-A-Y-L-E-E. Hyper-colorful um, third-person uh platformer action puzzle game open world kind of game uh in the vein of Psychonauts, Ratchet and Clank um etc let's just check out their video funded through a Kickstarter campaign hyper colorful literally first class treatment um so far, very positive reviews. Uh, 100, uh, 514 very positive reviews came out on April 11th. Three platformer adventure Kickstarter indie. This does not look, play, or feel like a Kickstarter game. This looks, feels, and plays like a fucking, you know, AAA title from 1990 or from like, you know, 2000, whatever. Um, Right now, it's $49.99 or 30... Whoa! Hey! Wah! My Steam client just went insane. $39.99 Um... And it's worth it. I mean, like, just if if in terms of, like, polish and quality of experience at least for me on a Linux I only got to... I literally got halfway through the intro cinema, so... Uh, but I was like, wow, okay, I don't even... Even on multi... multi even on multiple monitors, I don't have to fucking blah. This runs right out of the box. Really awesome character design just in the cinema. It's like, wow. I like all of these characters. Especially the bad guy. Um, so that's ukulele. Y-O-O-K-A hyphen L-A-Y-L-E-E. Um, you know, you could say that it's a kid's game, but was Sonic the Hedgehog a kid? Well, yes, I guess it was, because we were all kids. But, uh... Anyway. So that's Ukulele. And then, a game that I've been trying to talk about for three weeks now, really fast. We're just gonna gloss over this, because it's... Uh, it's been out for a while now. I've been playing it for a while. Mole Men Must Die! M-O-L-E-M-E-N must die. The mole men have slapped President Trump across the face and now it's time to send the nuclear warhead this end towards peace um, towards your attempt to score the best revenge burrowing deep into the lair of the mole men. 
Here's what they have to say about it. Mole men must die. It's a game of huge bombs and revenge gone wrong. Fighting for the honor of your temper tantrum president. Deliver a bomb to the center of the earth in this action arcade epic inspired by your favorite B-grade action flicks. Get ready to fall in the name of presidential pride. Uh, came out March 21st, 2017. Uh, if you look at my actual like game time, it says that I played like a thousand hours on it. I spent like two hours in the game. Um, but imagine Bubble Bobble crossed with Bro Force. It is the most explosion ridden, death filled, happy cuteness game of all time. Anyway, perhaps ever. Epic, 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 epic. Side scroll two two dimensional. By the way, uh, mole men must die! Exclamation point! Don't forget that. Uh, is what two dollars and ninety nine cents? This game is absolutely worth two. That's like it says it's that's its regular price. This has got to be some sort of accident. Um, two dollars and ninety nine cents. Let's see what their video. Dude, seriously? Motomoto. The president has been insulted. Deliver a bomb to the center of the earth and get revenge. I knew that I was in love with Mole Men Must Die the first time I booted it up because it said in like uh, VHS with that, you know, VHS uh, scan line effect. Please use a controller to ensure ultimate joy or something like that. It's <laughs> hilarious. That's not exactly what it said, but it was that's close enough. Um They're only charging two dollars and ninety-nine cents for it right now. So that's Mole Men Must Die. And then finally, uh, because it's baseball season and you know I'm not a fucking communist. <laughs> Or maybe I am, and I've infiltrated. Uh, out of the Park Baseball 18 is now out. Uh, the ultimate uh, baseball management simulator. Um, came out March 24th, 2017. We, we kind of missed mentioning it. Uh, it's $39.99. Um, go back and listen to the other uh, Meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. Uh, $39.99. And uh, there you go. You want to manage your own franchise throughout. Mm. You're right, Ivor. More whiskey for the Mets. Hope they have a good season this year. Uh, yeah. Shouts go out on this one to Joe Jokimon Kendall, of course, and to. Uh, brother Matt Matt especially because if you're into managing from a stats sabermetric perspective if you want to play fantasy baseball essentially with yourself with a limited um, as much it, I can't remember the last fucking out of the park baseball that I played was but anyway you can simulate seasons this is like a sabermetric sabermetric sabermetrics Sabermetrician's Wet Dream. Um, 
out of the here's what they have to say. Out of the Park Baseball 18, officially licensed through MLB.com and the MLBPA, Major League Baseball Players Association, is the follow-up to Metacritic's PC Game of the Year 2016 and the ultimate baseball game. Guide your favorite MLB franchise to glory, play any historical season, or create your own fictional baseball world. So there you go. Um... But really, the focus here is on management, not on... But then again, every... I don't know, man. There have been three incredible baseball games over the last 15 years, and they've all been for console, in my humble opinion, um, that I've played. Uh, So yeah, $39.99. I would advise, you know, it's time. It's April... Right now, it's April 15th, motherfucker. Get it? I mean, fuck, you haven't been to spring training or anything. Out of the park baseball. So, to recap, we had Mr. Shifty, uh, Ukulele, Moment Must Die, and Oot-P-19. That's O-O-T-P-19. Out of the park. Uh, 19. I just realized that the name of the game on the Steam store is Out of the Park Baseball 18... Oh, okay. It's I was about to say, it doesn't reflect in the game's acronym slash initialization. However semantic you want, however semantically you want to you know, it's an, an initialization not an acronym at that point, but OOTP! And then there's like an icon, an emoji of a baseball 18. Ah, okay, out of the park baseball. I was like there's no baseball. There's, it's not O-O-T-P <laughs> It's not ooh ooh it's not O O T P B eighteen. It's Utpa eighteen. So where's the bit? Ah, there's the baseball. It's right there. It's staring me in the face. Out of the park baseball eighteen. So that brings us to everyone's favorite part of the show: the deals. First off, we have Goner G O N N E R. One of my favorite games that I've played ever on Steam uh, for Linux, of course uh, Goner, procedurally generated side-scrolling platformer action oh man, I could press a whale I love you, and I will save you and I will bring you objects that will bring you joy and you will bring me power-ups and you will make us you will forge us into an abstract, finger-painted gobbledygook of abject, horrific violence. Procedurally generated, abstract side-scroller like the Neverhood meets Broforce meets uh, a Dungeon Delver, but it's all side-scrolling platformer. Go check out um, our video reviews that we've done uh, or previous episodes of the podcast. Find out about Goner. Goner is now finally at last on sale. 66% off now through April 17th at $3.99. Press jump to tell someone you love them. That's right. Do it. By not pressing jump, but by buying fucking Goner for them. G-O-N-N-E-R. Day of the Dead, finger painting monstrous, awesome platforming action that will keep you playing for, I mean, I think I have like 25 hours. (coughs) I had to know. 
And then I keep, I still want to be playing it now. I, 42 hours I've played Goner. Um, it says that the last time I played it was 3-17-2017. So, whoa, that's a lot of 17s, considering that April 17th is when it goes off of sale. Maybe it'll come back in a summer sale, but this is the first time it's been on sale. $3.99, that's Goner. Next, all of our deals this week are fabulous. Next, one of Captain Ford, who thank you, by the way, special thanks go out this week to Captain Ford for helping me with the Discord thing. Uh, just to get someone else's opinion of it. But Captain Ford, I bought the Magic Circle. That's, yes, it's on sale for Captain Ford at full price about three weeks ago. He beat it, like, that day because he's, you know, he's badass. Um, the Magic Circle, the ultimate meta, 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 more meta than the Musil, more, more magical than a speeding bullet. Um, I have no idea what that magical than a speeding bullet thing was, but uh, the magic circle chart the progress of game development of one man's attempt. One guy who is clung to his first software development attempt during the text-based adventure game era all the way through the intervening 20 years as he... (laughs) It's the exact fucking roadmap for how you don't develop a fucking game. And yet, how... So many games that we know and love have <laughs> been uh, derailed from their potential sequels. The Magic Circle, one of the smartest games ever. And very pretty and great gameplay. Fantastic gameplay that it doesn't attempt to teach you this, but it does. Um, oh, well, this is what object-oriented programming is all about. Okay. Uh, more or less, The Magic Circle very rarely goes on sale now through April 17th. off, $5.99. I snagged that one up. Oh, what am I doing here with the browser? Okay, well... (laughs) Fantastic game. And you can watch the video for that on the Steam store, like, if it's still the same one that they had when they first launched it. I don't know, because there's a lot of spoiler alerts. I would say that at $4.99, buy it now. I bought it for Captain Ford, just because, uh, like, hey, man, you... You play a lot of games that I like, and I see you on a lot, and you know we talk sometimes, and you know blah. Like I want to kind of develop a game with Captain Ford, but we've not really figured out exactly what we're doing here with that. But that's well, more on that later. Anyway, Magic Circle, seventy percent off, five dollars ninety nine cents, April seventeenth. Hard West, and no, I'm not going to do the music again. Every time I talk about Hard West, I do the music. West was hard. Anyway, so there we go. So that's like kind of the, the short end simulation of it, right? I'm there we go. That's cool. Hard West. Tactical, turn-based. Small team. One, two, four, maybe five guys. Um, story-driven. Old West. Shootout. A la original XCOM. Great graphics, great story, great voice acting, great art. Fantastic fucking game. I got this for Jokemon about, I don't know, six weeks ago, seven weeks ago, something like that. I got for him at full price. No regrets. No regrets. Right now, through April 17th, Hard West is 70% off at $5.99. Gambitious Entertainment. Fucking rad developer. 
They do good stuff. This was their first game that like made me take a, another look at them and go, oh, these guys are fucking providing a useful service to the world of, oh, useful hyper-violent satanic games of the old west with old-timer Billy Slater. That's right. Not recommended for human consumption. That's uh, Cowboy Mike's own Ricochet Revengeance Sauce. Hard West, 70% off, $5.99. I just realized, okay, so that's like $12, that's like $15, $16, maybe $18 on the outside so far. You can get all three of these fantastic games for under 20 bucks right now. Go get them. And then finally, it's a scary game and I played it until it started to scare me, which is like, starts to scare you pretty hardcore about an hour and a half in and it's so hardcore that I'm like okay I never need to play that again Soma S-O-M-A how do you feel about under the sea life is dead or down ways weather take it from me you got brain damage on your mind who you are you try to find the robots come <laughs> you all die under the sea what the fuck am I doing stuck under the sea? Soma, S-O-M-A. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just, Yeah, it took, it took 40, exactly 40 minutes for me to become so terrified by Soma. I'm like, I'm gonna play this again. But that's because I don't do scary games. Soma, right now through April 24th, by the way, Soma, universally, like, okay, recently, overwhelmingly positive, 161 reviews. Overall, overwhelmingly positive, 7,526 reviews, 96% of those reviews, positive. Recently, in the last 30 days, 95% of the user reviews, 161 reviews, positive. Originally came out September 21st, 2015, it does not go on sale that often. And for a long time, there was held up as uh, symbolic of what being one of the most uh, beautiful games available for Linux. Right now, through April 24th, 66% off, $10.19. It is scary as fuck, though. So that's Soma. So we had Goner 66%. To recap, we had Goner 66% off, uh, $3.99, April 17th. Magic Circle, 70% off, $5.99. Hard West, 70% off, $5.99. Those all expire April 17th. And then Soma, $10.99. That's down from, you know, 30 bucks. 66% off, now through April 24th. So, yeah, uh, that's all we got. Right, Ivor? Nothing else? Uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting something. There's something very important. But anyway, uh, next week the co- best link games the column will return, and uh, we'll we'll talk about maybe Day of Infamy. Hopefully, I mean I'm I we've recorded that segment before during last week's ep- episodeathon. Um, lots of good games in the deals. Check out Mister Shifty in, our, in terms of our new and noteworthy, and uh, I will catch you next week. Uh, cheers. Mm. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there.
There is delight in doing things right four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go, yaddy yaddy yo, four or five times. We're gonna have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yaddy yaddy yo, four or five times. Matt Damon. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farm. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.